speaking of Lucas Oil, grew up in rural Indiana, started his own company, Lucas Oil, has his name on the side of Colt Stadium, Lucas Oil Stadium, I should say. It's an incredible story. We spent about 60 minutes with Forrest Lucas, the namesake, again, from Lucas Oil. We'll put up the video here probably this week on our Facebook and our YouTube page. But here's a portion of that interview with uh, a man, which is frankly pretty darn responsible for us being on the air for almost 21 years. It's Forrest Lucas in the Freak Nation. Hey, Forrest, I don't know if you know this, but we've been around for 20 years. And of those 20 years, Lucas Oil has been a part of those 20 years. But let's go a little bit before the 20 years when we when we partnered up. Can you tell the story? It's like an old wives' tale. Were you actually selling oil out of the back or at least giving away oil the back of an 18-wheeler before you put Lucas Oil on a bottle? How did How did this whole thing literally start from the man who started Lucas Oil? Well, I did. I had, I had a truck. I started started out using uh, making the oil for my own trucks, so I had a small fleet truck then. But yeah, I, I, I sold some out of the back of the truck. I delivered a lot of like that, not no problem at all. For sure, did. You stop at truck stop saying this is this is the oil that's going to keep your your rigs on the road much longer than the other stuff that's on the shelf. Yeah, yeah I probably did. Yeah, because it was true. I, I did a lot of testing and stuff, made sure everything was. What I said is going to be, there's no sense making it if it wasn't going to make it better. It was, I was trying other stuff and it wasn't good enough. So I blundered onto some additive that nobody else has still ever blundered onto. And then, plus the fact I knew what the problems were with the vehicles, how much they needed. I could easily put in the right amount. And just uh, the trucking industry, you know, there was a lot of magazines out at the time. We had CB radios that just come out, they were very popular. So I was able to, uh, get the word out to everybody and the other truck drivers go down the road talking about, Hey, you know, I just put some stuff in there and uh, Lucas oil and um, I gained 20 pounds of oil pressure, you know, which was huge back then. So, and I made the fuel treatment already made too. So we, uh, my own truck, I went up to four and a half miles a gallon, which is what most trucks got back then, up to five miles a gallon. So, okay. And what was your CB name, Forrest Lucas? Your CB, if you were telling people on the CB what to put in their engines, that Lucas Oil was the bomb, what was your CB name? How did you call to them? Alcoholic. <laughs> what? What? Nobody else used the name Alcoholic. <laughs> All the other good names, you know, dozens of people have been using them. I was up, up one time, I was like, oh. was up Alcoholic. Not that it was an alcoholic, just that uh, a different name. Yeah. And it's a little bit catchy, I'd have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a joke, you know, but it's so it's you know got a lot of laughs. Yes, yes. Breaking one nine, breaking one nine. It's the alcoholic. Got some bears in there, but I got some Lucas Oil transmission fix over here in exit forty three off of ninety five, eh? Right. Must have done this before. <laughs> my yeah, this forest. I'm old enough. I had a CB in my Gremlin, bro. My name was Soccer Kid. Soccer Kid, breaker one three one three. We got a couple of bummers up in the air. Look at those trucks flying by. We must have some smokies behind about a mile back. Come on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. You can do it. Wow. Good job. <laughs> You're a national <laughs> now, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Forrest, can you believe who this guy is? He was a, a a beer guy. Now he drinks wine. No kids. Now he fawns over his daughter. 
I mean, who is this guy? It's who is Kenny? <laughs> it's okay. It's just Kenny, though, right? Yeah, just me. Yeah. It's good to see you. It's been a while. Right? You know? <laughs> and uh, there's been a long time since we got to see each other. Right. It's been Kenny. a weird couple of years. So, yeah, we're ready to see you guys again. Yeah, crash players. You hardly changed at all. Right. Thank you. But um, there's a few things that you see. You can only see me from this way up. Wow. The 2020 with COVID. Speaking of alcoholic, I had a few too many. Let's just say that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a lot of people did. Yeah. 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 We also use Lucas hand sanitizer. I didn't realize that until after this pandemic broke out that suddenly you guys are making things to help people. I mean, when you started this oil company way back when for trucks, did you ever, ever think you'd be having such a massive line of products, including sanitizer for crying out loud? No, 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 no. I had no idea. We we make more different products than any oil company in the world. Oh yeah, by far, by far, more than everybody else. How many countries are your products in? Not not all of them. No, no. I, I put it in China. It didn't take me long to get it out of there because not everybody in the world copycatting over there. So I, I don't. I, I would hesitate to say we're in yeah. mostly European countries. Wow. And uh, Mexico, big time, Canada. Africa, some places in Africa, I know. But um, no doubt, we've got big distributors that we don't know where they all sell to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, lot, a lot in Israel, uh, in uh, Iran, down through there. There's a lot wow. down there. Probably there were a lot of down there. Here's this, here's this guy just a couple decades ago selling oil off the side of the road, and now you are everywhere. It blows my mind. So I can only imagine you and Charlotte sometimes sit back and are like, wow, we did this. We what is going on here? It happened so gradually. You know, we didn't actually. We we did do a lot of work. The trade shows. We did lots and lots and lots of trade shows. Getting it sold. You know, I know when we started, how are we going to sell it? Going to go out and call on everybody with a whole bunch of people, or just do a lot of advertising? You can't just sit still and do that. Because I've had to watch all these companies all the years. You know, the truck stops were good, good examples of what could business be, but I. I drove a moving van for all those years and met lots of company presidents and stuff like that. So I had a lot of chance to learn from a lot of people. Hmm. But I, I knew I had something nobody else had, and there was a need for it, a big need. And uh, we were starting to talk about emissions at the time. So I knew when our fuel treatment, when I got there to have my gallon, I also noticed that my smoke was about all gone. A lot of my little truck smoked out there. That's where they probably didn't get enough humanizer with that. But now, looking at that, you know, I can see that my emissions were down. And I went and had it tested. Sure enough, my emissions were about down to nothing. We did some testing in the Navy and places like that that proved all that stuff. That uh, they called me. I didn't call on them. But they did a lot of, a lot of testing on it. So that just made it better for me. I learned more things from them than I even knew myself. Let's go back to the beginning. When you were looking down the road and you were just trying to get your company launched, you were selling the brand Lucas Oil. Did you see Lucas Oil Stadium, Lucas Oil Productions, Lucas Mav TV, all the things? I know I still smile when I look at a baseball game and I see yes. Lucas Oil come up behind <laughs> every all the batters. I bet. Do you do the same thing, or are you so? Do you ever get used to seeing that? To some extent, I suppose, probably do, but I, I enjoy seeing it. When I say a baseball game or a basketball game or say our name up there, I always kind of, yeah, 
I like the fit. Yes, I still do. <laughs> I, may, I had no idea we'd ever do all these things that we did. So uh, we did not plan ahead for it. We're planning ahead for what's happening today, but I also plan ahead for 20 years from now. Best I could. How did the original conversation start, Forrest Lucas, about putting your name on the side of a football stadium in downtown <laughs> Indianapolis? Well, I knew they were going to build it. They, was, they started building it. They started digging on it. They've been talking about it for a long time. I was there, and I thought I was spending a lot of time up there. But uh, one of my guys that works for me said, why don't you go out there and uh, make them an offer? Because they couldn't find anybody that, that would, would sponsor them. Uh, I bet it cost too much. No way to do it. And I started driving home back in southern Indiana. And I got to think about, uh, I don't know what they're going to charge, what they're charging. So maybe I can do it, you know? So I called him back. I said, find out how much they, they want. How much they're trying to get. So I went and talked to him. Colts. We had a lot of, had a real good guy working for the Colts at the time that we were able to work with. They were, the Colts were doing a real good job back then. Colts were the, the team. This is pre-Super Bowl, before they won the Super Bowl, because you guys were there, right? Yes. So, yeah, you know, we, we, uh, we made a deal. And uh, I, I got crazy and made it for 20 years because I thought, well, with the, way the money was changing in 20 years, and now it would probably be little or nothing, you know. Was there much negotiation that went on? Was it, were you bidding against anybody else to, to get the name on the side of the stadium? No, no just uh, no. There nobody else trying to get it. But I was trying to get all I could out of it. Right. Get all they could. And... Uh, we got a lot of stuff out of it. You know, the stadium, we're the only court in the country that has a, a, a stadium, inside stadium there, the plaza, the Lucas Oil Plaza, if you know what I'm talking about. Yes. We have all the race cars and stuff sitting in there. Everybody's wishing they had one of those now. And we did that all at once. Because first, you got to have a Lucas Oil girl along with it if you're going to do it, which they don't have. But they also got their building already built, and there's no place to put anything like that in there. Indianapolis got something nobody else got with the Lucas Oil. Not too shabby. Forrest Lucas joining us here at Speed Freaks Pits. And you and Jim Ursay have something that Jerry Jones doesn't have. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is true. Vim's fighting words with his yes. Cowboys fan, Forrest. Come on, buddy. Actually, uh, we're doing a deal with the Cowboys on the side, too, as you probably already know. Yeah, you're the official oil of the Dallas Cowboys, or official yeah. additive, right? Yeah. yeah. And the Colts uh, was okay with that. They, in fact, they, they suggested we do that. Oh, wow. That's cool. So, in essence, that's kind of leading you down the road, I would think, to being the official oil or additives of the NFL. Maybe. Baby steps? That'd be a big step, you know. I've not, I've not tried to do that yet, but uh, uh, you never know what the future holds. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Look at that smile. That's I know <laughs> somebody's talking about that already. You guys, well, you never know what the future holds. That's like the hustler in the pool. Is this that game where you hit the white ball and the that big look at the smile on his face? He's talking right. <laughs> Well, you know how it all goes. Yes, exactly. 
<laughs> hey, every team has vehicles. It works. Ah, there's your tagline. It works. Yeah. It worked. That's one of my pet taglines. I got to make up a lot of taglines. I'm not thinking about them all up, but there, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a, those taglines really went a long ways. Mm-hmm. They did. We used your, your drop, your audio drop many years. It works. Yes. On the radio right. show for many years, man. Hey, Forrest, all these things that you've done in your career, and it's a question that's asked a guy of your significance from time to time of the achievements, whether it was race wins with a, with a, with an IndyCar race or the side of the a building with the Indianapolis Colts or that people are chasing you for these additives and these concoctions that you've come up. What's, what's been one or two of your biggest victories as the founder of Lucas Oil? Can you put your finger on a couple of, Again, mountainous climbs that you've achieved in your lifetime. Uh, well, right. As far as business goes, uh, it all goes back to the oil company. Now we've got a lot of stuff going on, Mav TV. Uh, we got lots of stuff happening, but it all goes back to selling oil. And the best thing about Selling oil is not the fact that we've made a lot of money. In fact, we have saved the people of this world billions and billions and billions of dollars in repairs. And a lot mm. of the poor people, you know, in Mexico and other countries, you know, where the, the parts are very, very, very expensive and uh, the fuels are bad, the oils are bad. So if they can fix a transformation, an automatic transformation, which is normally here in the United States to be a $4,000 deal. But if you can go out there and fix that for a $20 bottle of oil, special oil, transfixed, mm-hmm. then you save somebody a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. Because most people do not have a lot of cash on hand. Then they- mm-hmm. You're right. Helping so many people that you don't even realize on a day-to-day basis needed your product and how it saves them tons of money in the in the process. That's amazing. That's true. I've, I've thought about that for a long time, knowing from the beginning what was happening because it would already happen to us. What happened to us uh-huh. happened to the truck stops. And then we got uh, we had the, the two fuel treatment and a stabilizer. And then uh, I had a guy come to work for me, a young man down in New Orleans. And uh, He'd been working in the auto parts industry. So he said, we should put it in there. I said, well, i got to add a couple more things to that to have enough to make a display. So at the time, General Motors, their rack and pains, every power steering unit they had had a problem with it. So we knew we could fix that. And then, uh, uh, what was the other product? Uh, the transmission fix mm-hmm. that... But this went from three speeds up to four speeds. And all those three speeds weren't that expensive to fix, but the four speeds were. And it took a while for those to start wearing out, but they went from four or $500 to fix your three speed up to three or $4,000 to fix your, your uh, transmission nowadays. Well, you, you put this transmission fix in there from the time it's new, you should never have a problem. But if the stuff's going bad on you at 100,000 miles or whatever it is, start slipping, Put this in there, and you need to bring it back to life if it didn't let go too far. The story of Forrest Lucas, that's only about 15 minutes of it. You need about 15 days to hear the full story. 